0: Mr. got it mr <laughs> rubeck back again it's really good Hi. to see you man <laughs> so good to see you too man i um the last time you were on here is the 100th episode yeah what, now, what are you on now this will be since i'm recording in advance this might be like the 160 somethingth oh so, look at you so, pushing through yeah, yeah. That's amazing thank Hell you man.
1: yeah yeah you're keeping up with it i love it i i like it's hard for me to just like sit down and listen to a podcast or go for a walk and listen to a podcast. Like I I like doing these, I like talking because I get to you know, I get to have a conversation with you. Uh it but I find it really hard to like go back into that life when I was like twenty one all I did was listen to podcasts and like wash dishes. And so it was like therapeutic for me in a way. But at the same time it it also just made me a uh, like I like hate I hate comedians like because of podcasts. You know, listening to comedy gaming, <laughs> I was listening to WTF with Mark Maron. I was listening to uh that Pete Holmes show, and mm-hmm. I was like it weird, yeah, that one, yeah. And I was like, oh man, I hate this Pete Holmes guy because because and I and I also I was listening to it so much where it just kind of irked me, you know, right? Like some of these people, just want that that little bit of juiciness you know mm. and because they're talking to someone that's like oh they're funny and they seem humble sometimes they they kind of go a little too open you know and they say something that you're just like Ugh. yeah why did you get why'd you get that out of them you know like he did like uh, Pete Holmes did someone Bill Nye like years ago mm. and it was like he was like t- like Talking about him with this like about love or something, and then he just kept pushing onto this thing, and it was just, like a very personal, like sort of ordeal that like Bill Nye had to go with. And then you kind of could notice like Bill Nye was like, "Oh, dude, I wish I didn't, I wish I didn't get it to hear. Now right. this is all public, you know." I was like, yeah. "I don't know that about Bill Nye," <laughs> like, and you got that out of him because of like some sort of like, you know, tricky comfort. You know, I don't know. It's just, it was just so strange to me. Like yeah. I, I like when people are honest, but like sometimes, sometimes it doesn't feel
0: genuine, you know. Yeah, or it's like it's it, it's just a bridge too far. Sometimes yeah. it's like ah, uh, maybe that shouldn't be out there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, it's like it's like, did you like? Is
1: are you happy that that's even out there? That this you know this information's out there on this guy? Like, I don't know. It's just weird.
0: Yeah. He so I'm. Weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, but that's not this podcast. This is the vineyard and, and the surveys. Yeah, exactly. And, and that I don't I don't cross <laughs> that bridge. I go I go right up to the line and then that's it. I go, okay, all right. And then, no, and then I, we I, and, and here's the
1: thing is I feel like you're genuine and you're sweet, you know, and like and for me, like talking like this, I'm like, oh I'm so down. But for me, I like listening, and I'm like, uh I'm like I I I need to. I, and I will. I think I'm I I think if I, I'm gonna listen to any Podcast and start start somewhere. It's only going to be yours, and I I promise. I promise you that
0: it's always a pleasure uh, getting to sit down and chat with you, man. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad you're back. Number three, third time coming back. Really, really really good to see you. Third time's the charm. Third third time and the second time and the first time. And if you haven't listened to the the charm to the first and the second, (laughs) go back and listen to those when you're done with these ones because all of them are great stories yeah, and anecdotes and, and quips they're, they're, yeah they're fun they're great they're good I, times history of good, good times history history of yeah. them it's been over a year now and, and that was the last time we talked it was a year yeah Jeez. which which is good i like to i like to have people on like after a year <laughs> I, I try to expand like, it out you
1: know if you were like when was the last time we were on it'd be like six months ago a year that's crazy <laughs> 2, two six months ago that was wow. yeah, that's the duration Dude, my, my my uh my whole experience with time is just out of the window doesn't it's all just blending together
0: you know do you, do you look at time as something that you that you really it matters to you that much or is it just like yeah that happened at that point and now I'm here it's just or... disorienting mm. it's just
1: cuz and i guess that's a little frustrating um I don't know. It's it's fine. It, it's just like a weird life. This whole thing is a weird life. Like I don't have I have no real schedule. I don't wake up like nine to five to go do this. This is like, you know, or I, nine to. I don't have a regular sleep schedule. You know, it's just like all over the place. I don't. Yeah. I'm I'm just like oh we got this tour coming up oh we're just hanging at home for like two months oh we're gonna be gone for a month and a half like that kind of vibe and I'm just like weird what. <laughs> And I'll be in, like, my, my crappy apartment, and i like, this sucks. And next thing I you know, I'm, like, on a boat in the UK, like, traveling to another city, going to, on my way to, you know, like, Dublin, and I'm like, how did I get here, you know?
0: this <laughs> is insane. Living both lives, though, what do you prefer? I mean, looking at it now, do you prefer, like, a schedule, like, oh, I gotta be at work at this time, and then I do this, yeah, and I do Yeah, I think that.
1: schedule's so important, Yeah.
0: No, I mean it's it's funny. I have, sometimes I feel
1: nostalgic about washing dishes. Like again, you know, I think about. I don't know. Like, it would be nice to have some sort of evenness, you know, as far as like, oh, I got this to look forward to during the day, you know, because really I'm just like casually recording music, but like I think about Cass McCombs. I don't know if you know about this about him, but he, like, on his time off, whenever he's not recording, he's like a truck driver or a construction worker or he, d- he does these like these like labor jobs you know and he does that for like a month or two months three months you know driving on the road working you know like crazy jobs and then he's like an indie rock musician you know and i'm cool. like I, I, yeah and i'm like oh that guy gets it you know you think about like country musicians and you're just like you know talking about like riding in a truck when they like like got a record deal like you know columbia or something <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and then it's like oh what do you really gotta got farmland you know <laughs> like what this is where you're from you know like you're a yellowstone guy <laughs> like, like it's so strange to me but i'm like and I, you know it's it's also like my frustration with like bruce springsteen because i'm like i love the boss like so much and i'm like i hear songs i'm like that's a working man you know but he's he's the same way he's just like on the road all the time and i'm like wait but who are you you're you're you're, you're just be thinking about working in like an industrial plant <laughs> like you're literally a rock star dude
0: <laughs> uh somebody had a great joke about that i forget who it was but some, somebody had this antidote of uh yes bruce springsteen the the blue collar working man's uh, favorite guy that insists to be called the boss like he's like everybody else but he wants to be called the boss oh yeah <laughs> so that's kind of okay, that's really funny it's kind of odd that that's yeah, yeah. No, well, are you yeah. are you with us or are you the boss so like where, yeah. where do you what do
1: you his thing is i think he is with the people I, I think he does he's very nice like i know i've just heard stories where he's just like a very humble guy and he talks to people so i think he like you know has some sort of idea of like what it is but yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of fake ass musicians out there who just, you know. And we're going to name them right now. Let's get yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's on, who's who's on CMT right now? Who's the who's who's the the baddies of the bats, you know? Is
0: is CMT even really on anymore? I I, I still like no, no, Yellowstone. I think it's Yellowstone like reruns or something on there now. <laughs> Which is crazy if they even got those syndication rights for Yellowstone. because That's at, i that, think that's they, a pretty they penny. have to i think they have to because i mean it would be dumb if they didn't you know because it's just right. like who
1: does that show appeal to i mean like the country boys and girls of the united states of
0: america the country music television who, who's
1: gonna watch yeah and who's gonna watch hey, if you want your yellowstone just go over to cmt
0: yeah
1: <laughs> but, i mean i'm just guessing i don't know my grandparents love that show
0: it's a. Uh... It's interesting, these these television shows that um people really gravitate towards, and it seems like mm-hmm. it just blows up. Like, there's no, like, um, I mean, I, I don't really know how it was with, like, The Sopranos when it was on. I guess it was doing pretty well, but now, I mean... It was if huge. <laughs> you, if you talk about it now, people are like, oh, yeah, Sopranos, 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 but I mean, was that really the case with, in the, just the modern times of 2005 or whatever when it wrapped up? Like, were people really in it then? It, it was,
1: yeah, so... I mean, you're 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 not that much younger than me, right? You're twenty-three. How twenty-three. Okay, okay, yeah, you're younger than me. So I was, I'm thirty-one. So during the time period, it was fucking huge. Yeah, people were going. I mean, like you know, it's funny because I just saw. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but there's a, uh, someone posted on Instagram these like uh promo, promo like photos and ads. So around New York City, um, for season three, I think they had um all these like little cute Sopranos knickknacks where it's like a taxi car is driving around and there's an arm hanging out of the back of the taxi cab. And then under it, it says, the Sopranos season three coming soon, you know? And then there's like, uh, there's like, he's, there's a shoe store that has like, uh, these shoes that ha- are in uh, cinder blocks. And it's like Sopranos season three. So it's like, it really like took the nation by storm because people were just like, this is new, this is great. doesn't matter. Like, I, you know, like people always were like, you know the thing about The Sopranos is the dream sequences. So, be- like, no one cared about that. Like, there's no like, there weren't like, oh, it's such an artistic show. They're just like, this is fun, you know. And I think it's like the most universally like accessible show as far as its like intensity or whatever. Like, no one was like,
0: yeah. The thing about Tony Tony Soprano's arc, it's just like, dude, that guy is crazy. Let's keep watching this. You I know, just started it- watching it now though, so I'm 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 jumping on it now a few years later. Really? Yeah. So that's that's great. I, I know I, that my, my grandparents used to watch it and I said, okay, you know, what, let me, let me get in on it. Let me, let me see what it's all about. How you liking it so far? It's very slow, but I mean, the ads. Really? It is with every, I mean, it's always, it shows you know, are always you're like. you on season one still? Season one episode, like seven. Super, okay. it's like still get into everything. So. You know what's crazy is that's my favorite season.
1: Okay. And, and everyone's going to, and everyone's like season two, season three. And I'm like, I don't, I really like season one for some reason. The whole tone is, like, crazy. I don't know. It, it shifts, but
0: it's, like, just hang in there. You'll you'll have a great time. I will. I will. I, I, yeah. I, I need that motivation, Jacob. That's why I had oh. you on here. I was like, I know that he watches Sopranos, and I need this little kick in yeah, the ass no, to keep no, going. No, no, keep
1: yeah. it going, because, I mean, the story just gets better and better, and you're just, like, you just love every character and mm-hmm. hate every character
0: and then back and forth. Yeah. I'm it's I'm good. dealing with the, with the priest right now. The priest is in the picture. With, oh, uh, yeah. The wife He's...
1: i'm not gonna spoil anything but it just it you know
0: we'll see what happens to it's him
1: hang in there yeah yeah seriously if anything seems annoying it stops okay like cool. if you're like uh what, what's up with this it stops <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that that therapist lady oh man she's gotta she gotta go or something i don't know
1: <laughs> oh yeah, well <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll oh see. boy we'll, I don't we'll want to see spoil anything
1: for you, man. I'm just so excited for you.
0: Yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm in the midst of it right now. I've been re. I'm watching things lately. That's like, it's something that you gotta watch. Like I watched From Here to Eternity recently. Oh, a few days ago.
1: You know, I've never seen that. But there's a um, it's a casino diner uh, in Vegas called uh, what's well, inside the El Cortez, but they show it. 24 7 like a oh, right.
0: loop should have just it's... gone there to see it
1: yeah <laughs> it sounds off there but <laughs> it's just playing in the background all the time like wow this looks good you know
0: how'd you like it uh it was it it, it was i'm glad that i watched it i watched uh i watched the deer hunter recently oh um good one really good dude. one, dude yeah
1: i love that movie
0: super very parodied like within like uh later later whatever years like it's it's always like um what do you call that it's it's like always like portrayed in in different things like the the classic yeah, well, the, russian roulette scene and yeah, stuff
1: yeah, yeah. the Mal scene, yeah which is like so intense and like so oh, man i just like the her, the first half of that movie is just such like a weird slow burn and just like a slice of humanity you know like being in that town seeing all these people come together you know it just like As far as, like, a Vietnam movie, it's so, like, important and special to show something like that. Like, how do you, it's like, how do you, like, how do you show a whole town? How do you show a whole community? And how do you show all these people, like, like, together and, like, knowing each other and being friends with each other and, like, oh, let's have a wedding, you know? And that's how everyone gets brought together. And you're just watching, like, this beautiful life happen. Then the whole deer hunter scene, then the just the hard cut to the war it's like devastating you know yeah i'm like i think it's so genius like it's so goddamn good yeah um i <laughs> i very funny story i like was taking my friends to go see it for the first time and we went to the new beverly did i tell you about this no dude oh my god and it irks me to this day i feel different about i feel differently about him now but he's still I, i'll still never forgive him for this i'm gonna call him out if i ever fucking talk to him but there's these like reserved seats in front of us, and we're like, "Oh, it's probably for like Quentin Tarantino, you know." And we're like joking.
0: Oh, and oh, he, oh, that's that's his, because he owns that place, right? He owns the place. Yeah.
1: And then he comes in, and and we're just like, "What? Like Quentin Tarantino? Here, this is crazy, you know." And he comes in, he talks, he brings up Michael Chimino's daughter, the director of The Deer Hunter, and he's just like, "You know, the thing is, it's like whenever you're watching this movie, it's like." whenever the like, the rest of that scene and he just starts like spoiling the movie he is literally spoiling the movie like for my friends who haven't seen it yet and i'm just like dude of all i like yeah sure this movie's been out forever like for sure but i'm like don't wait like let's watch this in a movie theater it's gonna be a great first time experiencing this movie and this guy is just like doing this masturbatory talk about like well watch it from my perspective whenever i was 13 and i'm like you need to shut up dude <laughs> and i was rolling my eyes and all of my love for this guy because like i had reservoir dogs posters on the wall just went out the window i was just like this guy is such a nerd he only has a theater so he can just yap away at people and be like this is why my point of view of movies is so great and i'm like dude you're you- <laughs> Shut up! Stay home. Keep writing books. You know, like don't don't like punish people in the audience, man. I was so livid about it, and then he kept. And guess what? He kept talking during the movie. Sat right in front of us. Kept ch- chirping away.
0: Did you? Bit, did you like, lean laughing. forward? Did you? Like, hey, can you can you cut it? I, you I really ch- wanted to throw popcorn at him.
1: I really <laughs> wanted to throw popcorn. Just like fucking t- <laughs> shut up, nerd. <laughs> hey, Dork! Shut up. There's a movie playing. <laughs> The girl's daughter, the guy's daughter is here, man. Shut the fuck up. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Dude, Quentin, dorks, man. Blew yeah. It. Oh, blew dude. It. He's
1: such a nerd. Nerd. Absolute nerd. But I will say I like I like him a lot more now. Like after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Was this was this pre-Once Upon a Time in Hollywood?
1: It's pre-Once Upon Time in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'll never go see this movie. Cause I fucking hate that little chirping dork. And then I watched it on a plane and then I really thought about it. And I was like, wow, that was probably like the most important movie that's come out in like the last like ten years, fifteen years.
0: Once upon a time in Hollywood, though, that was a that was a movie that I began to watch like relatively when it came out, and then I just mm. did I never finished it, Dumb-ish. and then I finally watched Reese kind of recently ish. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, I, I I I I I get it now. I I or I've seen it at least.
1: Yeah, it's. I was like, that was good, you know, but then I. The thing that I was like realizing was that, like, it really is the last, and especially, like, I'm you know, for me at least with cinema, I'm like, I get sick to my stomach about just everything new, you know, like everything that comes out is just bad. It's like quality's bad. I'm like, you know, American audiences aren't fucking stupid, you know, like you think that we are, and you're just kind of like serving us a slop that we think that we're gonna like, and it's just like, not everyone's gonna be down for this. This is why. People don't care about going to the movies anymore, you know? And once upon a time in Hollywood for me is like this movie that's like, alright, this is this is the last one, you know? And that's why why he's like, I'm out of here after this, you know. Like, he's he's doing like one more movie, but with this one at least, it's just like, I'm gonna make it fun, I'm gonna make it a like a love story for Hollywood, I'm gonna show producers, I'm gonna show these like really important scenes that like This is the reason why, no matter where Leonardo DiCaprio is in his his career, he loves being a movie star. He loves being in movies. He loves being like he loves the acting. He loves the excitement of everything, and everyone in that film is so excited to be like working on stuff in like one way or another. And it's like, yeah, we're not gonna get that anymore. We're we're like we have the fucking Marvel movies. We have these like CGI like ass fucking insanity of like films you know of like just it's it's nonsense i know it's like kind of dying down but i don't know it's like it's funny because I was like oh this like barbie uh Oppenheimer thing that's like exciting because everyone's going to the movies for that they're making it into a thing you know but then i watched talk to me uh, did you do you know about that at all that no. one of the movie that just came out It's crazy. This is what I mean. It's like, it's any 24 movie. It's like these New Zealanders who are like these two, um, like, they're guys who are like known for making like insane, like CGI, like off the walls, you know, like kind of stuff. Like they're called Raka Raka. I don't know if you know them, but I I haven't heard about them until this movie, but they're just like these guys who are like, like, okay, we're going to do, we're going to do this and this, you know? And they're just like these like twin brothers. And they just made, like, this, like, intense, like, amazing horror movie that made me, like, so sick to my stomach. And all the effects in it are all practical. Like, they just, like, mildly use CGI for just to, like, enhance little things, which is, like, what you want to hear about in, like, a movie. You're, You're, like, and that's how movies should be made. It's, like, use CGI, but only to just perfect, like, you know, the small details of, like, what you need. I'm, like, that movie has heart in ambition and like i've never seen anything that's like made me feel so sick maybe since like hereditary um but in a good way where i'm just like i'm glad this movie exists but it came out literally the week after Oppenheimer and barbie and i haven't seen the other two but i'm just like i'm like i know i know that's cool but this is way cooler this is like something that everyone should be talking about you know and everyone i've told to go like go see it they're just like that was amazing like i can't that was, like, unreal. That was, like, better than Barbie and Oppenheimer, you know? So, it's, like, it's cool, like, these big motion pictures, like, get that kind of, like, love and recognition, but it's, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like people really deserve something that's, like, like respected, you know? As far as, like, we don't want we want to entertain. We want to leave someone leaving the theater being, like, fuck that, like, yeah, that got me. That's why I buy a ticket. That's why, like, I go and see a movie, like even in the movie theater, i went we went to go see it in downtown. and so it's like it's not like draft house or you know, like these like theaters where it's like be quiet like while watching the movie, you know, like if you if you if you talk, you leave, you know, just in a regal, you know, and there's all these people in there, and they're all just like talking at the screen. <laughs> it's like a part of the movie where like uh the left side like the left side of the speakers is making a sound that sounds like someone's in the theater, like singing. And oh. everyone looked and turned in the audience, like, oh, wait, that's the movie. Because they thought just someone was, like, singing, like, in the corner. And these girls were walking by, and this guy in front of us goes, boom. And these girls just screamed, and, like, it's like, fuck you. And seeing that kind of, it, like, that happen in a movie theater, like, again, which I haven't, I haven't, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but when I was younger, that was always the vibe. Everyone's fucking with each other in the movie theater. Everyone's cracking jokes. Everyone's just like talking at the screen, and I'm like, yeah, that's like how you experience a movie, you know? I'm like, you don't feel that during like uh Oppenheimer, <laughs> you know? You don't, you're not gonna get that. You're not gonna be like, you're gonna be like, yo, this guy's way too skinny, <laughs> like in the fucking theater, you know? I'm like, and it was just like so like refreshing to like have a movie experience where everyone is just like cringing in the audience or just like like being like <laughs> this guy was just like he was cracking us up, just like making the funniest dress I don't want to ruin anything about the movie, but. He's just like saying he's like literally just doing like like a commentary. He just does one thing every like twenty thirty minutes, which is like so respectable. But it was fucking hilarious. I like and not only hilarious, but I'm just like that's that's like real movie making, man. That's like that's why we come to the theaters, you know. Like I don't feel that during a fucking Avengers movie or anything like that. Like I want that. I want that. Like I want to get hit in the heartstrings, and I want everyone else to like feel like vocal and open about that.
0: Right. Yeah. How do you feel about having a conversation during a movie like yourself like your you being a part of it a, just a, just a one-on-one conversation I'm a, about t- a film. Well, I'm
1: a I'm a talker like <laughs> I try holding it in
0: but I'm
1: but I I like sometimes I can't help it and I think that's like so fun and important like I don't know like if I it, I know to be quiet and if I'm talking out loud that's how I'm I'm being affected by a movie completely. I'm just like no fucking way.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'll say it out loud, and I'm like, I, I just say that. <laughs> what about during like a, a concert? Is that a different story? Um,
1: no, I I definitely I sometimes I go wow, or I'm like like especially if I love something, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'll say that out loud, and, and it'll get me. And I and I do uh, whenever someone finishes a song, I do a woohoo. Oh, you're, or,
0: you're 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 hitting the woohoo's. I do,
1: I do a cowboy woohoo, yeah. Oh, okay, good. I go, I go, woo. I do a woo, I do one of those, yeah.
0: No, it's good, yeah, it's needed. It's it's kind kind of rare to hear that though, because nobody's really hitting it that 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 hard. Because you you know your niche that you got to be yeah. in the register yeah. that you need to to perform in.
1: Oh, I well, I, it's almost like I sing with excitement. I do the woohoo, and I try to get it. I, I you know because I'm just like that amazed me. It's like you you're just like
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 um,
1: it's like the fountain starts you know like shoots out in the back and you're just like yeah that was beautiful you know <laughs> that's how uh, i really
0: feel but i do a little yeah whoop. <laughs> you you yeah yeah hold hold it in a little bit hold back yeah uh you guys you guys started kind of doing some stuff at brain dead uh that theater right showing, showing yeah, some films. yeah. How did great. how did that kind of start up we you know it's funny because they
1: they first hit us up and they were, like years ago and they were like our manager was like I know these people are brain dead you guys should work together I'm like cool and like what what's the deal and then they're like you it could can be whatever you want but it has to have the brain dead logo and we're like what that doesn't make any sense and then we just didn't like talk to them anymore because we didn't understand that <laughs> you know we couldn't get behind that concept of like oh we have to have this logo on every on every single thing that we make. And then we're like, oh, but that's like a part of fashion, like, or like, you know, a company or whatever. So we're like, okay, we should let go of that idea, like, you know, talk and hang out with them and everything. So, uh, so yeah, we, so we got an idea of just like, oh, what if we started like doing these screenings, like at the, uh, at the, at Brain Dead, you know, just like to promote the album. And we're like, that sounds great, you know, and we'll show some movies that like are fun and cool. Um, that like had because we had like a lot of movies that did affect, um, you know, the album, but it was crazy because the very first one sold out show was Symphony for the Devil, which I don't know if you've ever seen, but it's a fucking like hard movie to like watch, you know. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know why we're picking this movie and and because i know we had like the Stones, rolling... we were saying like the rolling stones had like some sort of a, a, you know influence on the record and i was like i
0: don't this movie's kind of like oh rough. was it was it the one that they're... Is that the film that they're it's... talking about the the altamont
1: um it's not no that's guilty give me shelter so, oh, okay this is a jean-luc godard movie which like french pretentious fucking like political like avant-garde fucking psycho who like is basically he's like recording sympathy for the devil like he's in the studio and he's doing these like slow pans and it's just them working on the song and then it cuts to these like little excerpts that are just like either nonsense or they have to do with like the political economy in france or you know just like all these all these different issues you know and it's just like back and forth between like the uh the film or like the you know like the the studio session and then you know whatever short thing that Jean-Luc Godard is doing and I was like I don't know if we should share this and you're like what's wrong with that you know and and then I found out like day of Radigan was like wait there's like more it's just like other things that happen in the movie aside from the session stuff I'm like yeah he's like I thought it was just all like one shot of like the session like no there's weird French things you know and we like got there and there's all these like 12 13 year old kids like coming up like excited to go see the movie. I'm like, Dude, this is like the worst movie we could show right now, you know? And so we're like, okay, we got to... We, 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 it was funny because we had like answered questions about like the album, but we really couldn't say anything about the movie that we just watched. And that was just, like, like a funny thing. So like, we, I don't know. We we were like, all right, we got to choose, you know, which movies are going to like work out the best or not. Um, It was funny because like I... I just kept saying yes to him, and then every other like band member kind of like fell off. But we had this really um, amazing night where like it's kind of like a low point of like those showings because like less people were coming. And um, I was like, I want I want to do this movie American Pop, which is like a um it's an animated movie that came out in nineteen eighty one I think or eighty two, and it's a it's a a Ralph Bakshi movie who's who did like Fritz the cat. And he did um, all these like crazy, like adult animated movies. Right. And basically uh, when, the day that we're doing this, they're like, Oh, Hey, like one guy who's like in the movie, he's going to like, you know, be there, you know, and we're like, he's going to do a little Q and a and we, I, and I was like, Oh fuck. I have to like go and do this Q and a with this guy. I'm like, not prepared. And they're like, they, they got someone someone's coming in to like talk. I was like, "Cool." And then amazingly, all these people who worked on the movie showed up. So so this movie like the way that it's made is like it's um oh my god, it's rotoscope. So rotoscoping is like when like like let's say I take a I take like a a video of you for like 5 seconds and you're moving around, you know, like and I'm just painting over it, you know? So I'm getting your movements and I'm taking like this like frame by frame and I'm just animating it, you know, and I'm, at, I'm taking away the background. I'm making my own background. I'm keeping you, you know, And that's the whole movie. So it's like basically like they film these scenes like in a set. Right. And it's just like in a warehouse and they just have if the people are sitting, you know, they, they just have two chairs and they just animate all the backgrounds, you know, but they keep the people. So it's the actual people acting like in the movie, you know, like waking life is like that. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's a reference. Yeah. So um, so we're there, and it's just like it's a little old lady sitting behind me, like a bunch of old guys are just talking, and they and like the thing is, is, these people haven't seen each other in thirty years, you know. And there's this very amazing like girl in this movie who is like, just a charmer, and she's now this old lady sitting behind me, you know. And they had to like help her on stage after the after the movie. She's wearing this like fur coat. You know, she got all glammed out, and like, just because of like some that we, I was like, I wanna go show. I, yeah, I wanna show this movie because it, you know, it it does it did have we were gonna make like a music video that was based on it actually, and we we're gonna do a whole rotoscope thing. It's way too expensive, so we had scrapped that. But we we're like, I wanna show this movie because you know, I, I I am affected by this. I do like this movie a lot. It definitely had an influence like on the record, and so I introduced the movie, and then afterwards they do the q a and it was just like holy shit and it's just like <laughs> so beautiful because these people were just like i haven't i haven't seen you in 30 years you know my dad worked on this film like like just like you know your scenes were so great you know and they just had like all these stories and like uh they had to shut it down like everyone wanted them to keep going but they kept shutting it down because like you know they're running out of time but it was like so randomly beautiful that we got to experience something like that like afterwards like the people that did show up we all just had goosebumps were all just like like i was like i think i might have cried like just like a little bit i was like that was just like wonderful like it was just like so sweet you know some guy came up to me afterwards and was, like you put on this and i was like yeah and he's like dude thank you so much that was so cool and like not even a fan of surf surfers at all you know but he was just like the fact that that happened you know that people got the experience that it just like it really affected everyone in the room so like weirdly like those screenings are just so special you know and so fun and when i told everyone in the band about that they started coming back like slowly and we've just been you know like we've shown like such weird movies but it's like it's been so fun you know because like we're also just like influencing like these people are just like well i like this band what are they what are they into you know and that just leads people into other you know ventures and yeah yeah yeah, like in movies and music and stuff like that that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like, like something so small just turned into something so big for a night, you know? And yeah. it, it, it hasn't... Yeah, like, I don't know if we're going to do those screenings anymore, but it was really cool just to, you know, have the opportunity to do that and, like, to experience something like that. Like, that made it all worth it.
0: Do you remember, like, the first movie that really got you into movies? It's funny because I'm just, like, such a sucker
1: for horror movies. I, like, love them. Um, Dawn of the Dead, I think, was, like, the one. Night the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, or, like, the, the two that were like, I was like, oh, I, I want to be like, well, it's funny because I wanted to be a special effects makeup artist when I was like a kid. I was like, I want to make gore. I want to make, I want to like make up people's face turn into zombies, you know? That's like my whole thing. And then I, and then in high school, I was like, I wanted to be a journalist, a music journalist. And um, it's so funny because um, there's this guy named Tom Savini who's like a special effects makeup artist and he worked on Dawn of the Dead Dead. he's like um, he's been in like Tarantino movies he's been in like uh, I mean he's just like a guy he's like the king of like you know special effects makeup artists shit. so he's always been an influence like in my life you know in one way or another and um, I was like ah, I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do it anymore you know I want to go to a school because it was in Fangoria magazine so I was like I want to go to school and then uh it's so crazy because like in high school, my senior year, um, I was planning on moving up to Reno and we went to a Fangoria weekend of horror convention in Las Vegas. And I was like, Oh, we gotta go. I went to as I went to this as a kid. It was fun. I got to meet like all these insane people. Like I met like Bruce Campbell, I met like um uh Tony Todd from like Candyman, just like all these like crazy, you know, horror actors and so I convinced my friends to go and we all went and there was Tom Savini at a booth. And I was like, Hey, I gotta talk. I gotta be like, dude, you're my, you're my guy. You know? And he's like, I was like, you're my guy. I was like, you're my guy, man. You're like, you're the guy who like, I, you know, grew up like, you know, loving. And I wanted to be, a, I wanted to go to your school and I want to be a special effects makeup artist." he's like, Oh, dude, you, told, you could, you can still. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to college. <laughs> I'm going to be a music journalist. And, uh, <laughs> He's like, you know, I was, like, a Vietnam, like, photojournalist, you know? So, like, I thought I was just going to be that. But, you know, when I came back, I I was, like, I want to make movies, you know? And I just, like, came back to, like, my passion. And he's, like, and I was, like, okay. And because he told me that, he kind of put me in my head, like, why would I want to, like, make, why would I want to write about other fucking people instead of, like, putting myself out there? Or, like, you know, going down my own creative way, like and over time i was like who am i to who am i to say like what is good and what's not you know like of course that's like people can trust my opinion but i'm like i don't know i'm not like if i'm not like i need to put myself out there before i even say anything about anyone else and so like that kind of that kind of stuff like always has had like an influence on me like cinema and like music it's always like kind of intertwined in such, like, weird ways where, like, I get so influenced off of just, like, all of it, you know? Like, I, I'll watch a movie and I'll, like, read about a director like Sam Sam Peckinpah or something, and all I want to do is write. Like, I want to make music that gives me that same kind of feeling of, like, what he does or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just, like, it just totally, like, intertwines. But, yeah, horror movies are where, like, kind of like a start for me of, like, how it's always affected me just because i like being affected by stuff like to be emotionally affected by a movie is so important you know and i think like if you start off and like and for me at least like i shouldn't have been watching horror movies when i was like fucking nine years old (laughs) my uncle was just like a horror head so he was just like come over watch movies you know like like the first rated r movie i saw was ghost ship like back in like 2001 i think 2002 no 2003 sorry but I was, just, I was just, like, going to see, like, these, you know, horror movies at, like, a very young age and just, like, kind of loving the thrill of it, you know? And it kind of got me into just, like, more dramatic stuff just because I was, like, I like the feeling of just feeling, you know, lost in a film, you know? Like, being, you know, you're just, like, you're along for the journey. It's, it's I don't know, it's exciting. It's like, a, like a you know, listen to a record and just being sucked in. Right. Just, you know, living in that world.
0: Mm-hmm do you think the reverse would be the same like it is know. for you right uh watching a movie to want to write a song yeah i don't know i mean
1: i have also looked at that a little bit differently too like i like when i i used to well yeah it's funny cause i mean i think i've told you before like or i would you know put on a movie and i'll just you know record something to it you know and i'll soundtrack it or whatever in my own way but i stopped doing that because i was just like you know there is a higher composer for this film you know <laughs> and here i am like doing my own interpretation i'm like i don't think that's really fair you know uh so i kind of like i kind of just put on some weird youtube videos just so i can like something's on but i'm really focusing on this you know i it's funny because i'm like I'm, i put on these youtube videos and i'm like that's happened like whatever they're doing is fine but this is more important than what they're doing you know sometimes i'm like watching a film i'm like i should be sitting down and watching that because I sometimes i put on like a movie that someone's like you should watch this i'm like yeah i'll watch it and i'm like not i'm like not actually watching it i'm just looking at it i'm like this looks good <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not I'm like sitting down and taking in like what is actually happening like in this film like i'll do the, i'll do that with like a lot of japanese films i'll just like have it on and i'm like I should be sitting down and watching this. I should you're, be. You're just, <laughs> just looking at it like me. Be, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I should be really respecting the film, you know. So, I've, it's been nice to having that like confliction because I'm not just like, I don't know, like, uh, loosely taking away its life. That's what. That's how I, I kind of look at it, you know. Right. I'm trying. I'm trying to, I'm
0: trying to just be like, this is my world, not that. I keep pointing at my TVs over there. <laughs> uh what was a movie that you watched that was like recommended to you a lot that you're like, no, this is not, not for me. Oh my, well,
1: Juliet of the spirits was one that uh, I kept getting asked about a lot to watch. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I am ever going to watch this. Polini, I don't know. It's like one person that was like, I don't know if I can ever get into this. And I watched it and I loved it a lot. Um, and I'm glad that I did. That's the uh, there's a lot of movies that are like that though. Giant is one of them. That's like, that's like a, that's one that I keep getting recommended. Um, I've <laughs> uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That's like another one too that people are like, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it. Like, I don't know. I I see I've just seen a lot of movies where I'm like
0: I'm either down or I'm not down, you know. Or I've seen it, you know. When when do you realize that you are either down for it or not down for it? Is it within the first thirty minutes or?
1: I well, here's the thing: is I'm. It's really hard for me to sit down and watch something like I, because I get so sad watching older movies. Because I'm like, damn, I'm not gonna get anything like this ever again. You know, I it eats me up. That's why I kind of, <clears throat> I kind of been, just watching bullshit. You know. And just get just getting a little flustered, and then I come over and I record music, and I feel a lot better. And then and then maybe I'm like, you know, I don't, I'll watch a movie. But no matter what, if I'm watching an older movie, if I'm watching something new, I'm just like, damn, I'm like, when am I going to get something again that I feel like so strongly about that I'm not going to feel bummed about later? Like I saw Talk to Me. That was like one movie that was like, thank God for this, you know.
0: Going back to the to the whole, like, seeing uh, the dork Quentin Tarantino, how many people do you do you run across? You're like, oh, that's such and such or that's so and so. How often does that happen to you that oh. you're bumping into people like that? Yeah, That's a pretty famous guy.
1: He is. That was, like, years ago. Um, It's funny because, like, my friend Gary, he's in this band called Dark T. He... Oh, yeah.
0: G- Gary, oh, you yeah. know, go listen to that. Interview that uh, that that we did together. He's been oh on yeah, you t- yeah. He's he great. said you guys talk. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I he actually just me a... met him recently, uh, really in person. Yeah, he was oh, at a cool. show. I was like, hey, and he's like, hey, uh, great guy. Oh, great. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: he's he's like a very special homie of ours. But um, yeah, he he was sent me a video of like a girl that we know who was just randomly hanging out with Quentin Tarantino. It's like a video of like. This guy's singing on piano, and then Quentin Tarantino's like with them. I'm like, what is this? What is he doing? (laughs) Sticking out like a sore thumb, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, well, it's funny because like I randomly, because I've just seen so many movies, I just randomly just see people, and I'm just like, that's who that is, you know? It was crazy actually, because I um, me and my lady were at Mansa, and uh, like this place in Echo Park. It's like a Italian restaurant, and I was just like, I was ranting about something. I was going on some sort of rant, and I just turned around. And I just see this girl like looking so upset. And it wasn't because of me. She just looked upset, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the girl who got nominated for an Oscar at, for the Whale." And it was like literally a week after the Oscars. She looked bummed. It was just that she was like the nurse from the Whale, and I was like, "Oh, there she is." Huh? I met Steve Malcolm is from a uh, pavement.
0: Mm. Like, uh, mm.
1: we were playing. Ugh, we were playing a show in salt lake city and it was a festival it was the best festival ever um there's a place called kilby court in um salt lake city and
0: yeah you, uh, you know about it uh, nick did some live from there right yeah live at kilby uh,
1: court i think that was great um i yeah but we they asked us to come play at this festival and we're like yeah we, we love kilby court we'll do it you know because it's Minds us of Reno a little bit, like at the Holland Project, where it's like all ages space. You know, this is the this is one of the places that you can come and like see a band, and everyone, no one gets you know excluded. So they do this festival, and Pavement's playing, and it's just so happens that we're playing the same day, and it was so incredible. Like the day before, um, we're at a coffee shop nearby the hotel that we're staying at. And everyone, every everyone from the fucking festival is staying at our hotel too, and we we look at the window, or I'm like my back's to the window, and Radigan and and, and uh, Henry were like Malcolmus, 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 and I was I turned around, and like Jacob, go, go, and I just I and I don't know why I ran out to like go meet him, and I was <laughs> like I because I get, I had to go think I was like I yeah I'm a big pavement fan I like seen since they've been on this reunion I've. I've I've seen them three times, four times now actually. I like, I just kept buying tickets to go see them because it was so magical. I saw them at the Regent. They did play like a sh- secret show there, and then I saw them, uh, yeah, like t- two other times, <laughs> like like back <back-to-back> to back nights. Got <laughs> like I got these really crappy seats, and then I paid for like more expensive closer seats, and it was just like the best time ever, just like they would change it the set like a little bit every night um i almost went all three nights to because they did they, yeah they had like a little residency but i said what's up to malcolm so I was like this reunion tour means a lot to me like it, it's making a lot of people just so happy you know and he's like oh thanks man what's your name <laughs> And i was like jacob and he's like hey jacob it's very nice to meet you you know and i was like I was like, dude, you're, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, your music means a lot. I don't want to, I don't want to take up your time. And then Gary comes out and he's just like, yeah, you worked at this radio station. Just like totally just like <laughs> stole my, my sunshine, you know, pretty much of like, of, like, I was just like, like, we were just talking. And it was like very nice. And then just Gary comes over just like, yeah, you used to work at the radio station that you worked at. And he was like, cool. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> just like, totally just like, like, like. Plummeted down the conversation, like, and we had an Uber. We called like an Uber, like during that like five minutes that we were supposed, like right before like Malcolmus came. So like we had to like jump in a car, and I was like, my experience with Malcolmus, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> it was like turning into something very meaningful and special, and then it just kind of like got a little punishing,
0: and I was like, damn it, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> that uh that those t- maybe two or three promotional videos for uh gary's dark tea i don't remember what album it was for you guys were on the beach promoting it you were in it yeah yeah those dark tea Tea on the beach so funny oh my god great (laughs) i really i really
1: like those yeah it's so crazy i was like it's weird i was like uh i was having such a rough time during that time period because i was like trying to quit drinking and i had to be like a bartender (laughs) and i was just like i don't know had to act like a fucking idiot it was fun it was a good time
0: that was yeah that was it yeah yeah
1: yeah, he's always he's always doing videos he's always doing bits he's always like he's always like you know doing these little inside jokes or something and uh i don't know it's it's cool i like i like that gary is able to um create like just and just like want to he, he always is just like i do this gotta do that you know it's like runs cameras goes and do like does the damn thing you know a lot mm-hmm. of people just sit sit back and just you know they just wait for things to come to him and he's just like a guy who just fights for it and he's i hungry. really appreciate that about him. he's so hungry he's hungry and it's like and w- whenever he finishes something it's always just so you get proud of him you know like it's it's so cool to see um yeah, I love his acting, too. He's a good, he's a fun actor. He was in, um, there's this guy, Gabe Bernini. He, he and his uh, girlfriend, they make, like, really cool uh, horror shorts. And uh, they've been premiering them and stuff. But Gary's in one of them where he gets killed. And I got so sad when he dies in it. I was like, I don't want to see Gary die. <laughs> like, I don't... It's like, it made me, like, so uh sad. <laughs>
0: you're watching gary die that's pretty sad like you like got his, I, like... I, I i enjoy talking to him as well like the the, the conversation when i when i met him, i was like i really i really like this guy yeah so i'm yeah. kind of fun to see gary die as well i yeah it would,
1: it would yeah he's kind of like the one guy you're just like no don't kill him what it's funny because in the same one radigan's in it and he oh no yeah i mean he might be in, no he's in a different one they, they, they just like randomly ask like hey you want to be in this and they they go and they shoot for like 10 minutes or whatever and Nick dies in the beginning of one of them. And I was like, "Yeah, I could see that." <laughs> I'm like, "I've seen Nick die before. I think maybe even something before." But Gary, I'm like, "Oh no, don't, don't kill him." Like me, I'm like, "Yeah, kill me in a fucking, you know, whatever, you know." Like, I you anyone, anyway, I would love to get chopped up or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'm down for that. But Gary is like kind of guy. I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to see him." Get okay, just got um, tripped out. That's what happens. and he gets his stomach sliced open. Oh man.
0: Poor Gary. Um, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, rest in back- piss. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Gary. We love you. Dark tea. Go check it out. Were you a big drinker in high school? I never drank in high school. I, I,
1: I was so proud of being like straight straight edge. Sick. And then fucking first week of college, I drank one beer and then I drank Absinthe from Spain, <laughs> fucking vomited like so much. Uh, it was horrible. Yeah.
0: Did the absinthe the absinthe taste like uh, uh licorice?
1: Yeah, it was yeah. great. Um, but yeah, I just got way too fucked up on my very first night drinking, and then we drink MD twenty twenties like two weeks later, which uh,
0: you know what, what like color red, blue, blue, uh,
1: blue. yeah. Okay. And also it was like the time of Four loco, Like it was the year that Four, Four loco came out. So we were just like. Oh, so like,
0: it was the old formula. with Oh the...
1: yeah, the old formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we were, so everyone was just like, we got to get it, you know? And we we're trying to find ways to have, like have people buy it for us. Like <laughs> it's that kind of insanity. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, drink it. It's going to kill us. <laughs> like so insane.
0: Uh, and, and this is it. What, what college did you go to?
1: Well, I went to the community college in Reno. I went to a place called TMCC. I got three thousand dollars scholarship from um just from my just from like a plumber plumbers and pipe fitters scholarship program um my 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 dad is a plumber and pipe fitter, so they offered they were like, "You have to write this thing, you know, when you get money. So I got three thousand dollars of scholarship money. I went to school for a year and I was Sweet. like. I got free schooling for like a year. Like I, I, I paid it all with that money, and then it's so funny because I, I could have just kept it. I didn't even. have, There was no. They literally just give you a check. They don't tell you how to use it. I just used it for college, which I, I I'm I'm an idiot about
0: because you could have bought in well, so many four Locas with that.
1: I could have, yeah. I could have. I could have done a lot of things with that. Um, but I, I did school for a year, and then I was like talking about transferring to UNR, the University of Reno, Nevada, and then I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Because like, I just felt like music journalism was not going to be anything. Like, I, I was like, I don't think this is going anywhere. I don't think this is like, I don't think I would have an effect. I don't think I could make money off of this. I don't feel like it's my pursuit anymore. So I was like, I'm just going to make music, you know, and just do whatever I want. Or, like, find odd jobs and, you know, and just keep keep making music, you know, and see what happens.
0: And you left from, it was Henderson, right? hmm Yeah. To, to Reno, and then you, you just stayed in Reno.
1: hmm Yeah, I was there for three years, then broke up with, like, my high school sweetheart, moved back to Vegas for a year, slept on a couch, dishwashed at a casino. Um, at a casino? Yeah. It was crazy.
0: Um, Wait, are the dishes cleaner or dirtier there?
1: Hey man, if I if I was working there, they were nice and clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a yeah, it's a place called Wildfire Casino, and uh, oh God, you know, I I was having like a crazy time where I was just so depressed, but yet I just felt so alive at the same time. You know, oh, that's, that's odd. Yeah, it was weird because I was just like so um. Yeah, I was, like, you know, like, we broke up, and I, I thought I was going to be with this person forever, and then I'm just, like, on a couch living with my family again, and just, like, so miserable, but I would I would just go and venture out. Like, so I, what I would do is, I'd, you know, I'd work five days a week, um, come home, smoke weed, watch the movies or whatever, go to bed. Um, Then on the weekends, I'd get a hotel room and just get away from my family and, like, have a bed, you know? I do a lot of people watching and I go and explore the strip and stuff. And so I, and it was weird just because like <clears throat> I just saw like another side of Vegas that I never really knew about that made me really sick to my stomach. Um, now I feel fine about it, but it definitely is a fucked up, corrupt place. Like I think it's the, I think it is the, um, the bane of humanity. Like in all honesty, like I think it's the worst place in the world. But it has charm. <laughs> it's it, it it holds up that facade very well. It's like you know, like you see like versions of the devil like in movies and television, and you're just like, why is he so charming? You know, at some points or something. It's like that. It's like it's very much like Sin City. It's it's literally Sin City, yeah. Yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> Uh, no, it's weird. You know, I was you, like, oh, go ahead.
0: I, I was going to ask you, do you think that you you were only able to see that side of it because you were around it so much and seeing it from being being from, I mean, even Nevada itself and, and like going there and seeing it from a new perspective? Do you think that you you were able to see it through the eyes of a local and through visiting it as well?
1: Yeah, exactly, because I would so like living there, it's crazy because what they do this is this is the craziest thing is that when I got my, my first check, they're like, go to the cashier's booth. That's where you're going to pick up your check. And I was like, okay, weird. So I go to the cashier's booth. The girl's like, do you want cash or you want or you wanna, your check? I said, cash? Why would I want cash? And she just points over. And it's everyone that I met that week. It's everyone that I worked with. I've, they did the same hours as me. You know, they work their asses off. They're the cooks, the chefs, you know, everyone. There they are. They're gambling. They're gambling their fucking money. that they, So they they are literally putting money back into the place that they just fucking, like, work their asses off for, like, two weeks, you know, a week. Like, it was so disturbing to me that I'm like, this is not right, you know? like Like, some of these people just, like, they live with their family, so, like, they're able to... They are, they are able to gamble it because they, they have a free place to live or something. Or some of them just, like, are hoping for, you know, a couple couple extras, you know. But it's still, like, it keeps you in, you know. And so there's all these, like, perks, too. So, like, if you are local, you get, you know, percentages off, like, in some different places. If you have players' cards, you know, you get some sort of discount or whatever, you know. But all of it, every intention that the city has is just to feed back into its economy so it's not servicing anyone in the community in a beneficial way because like think about it like lake mead that's where we get our water from you know there's no more water that's like in there anymore (laughs) you know like they're creating pipelines to like get water from you know other places uh it's all like like it's all radiated. Even um, it's where it, it's like the desert. You know, you're just like you're living in a place that is like not supposed to sustain human life. Like mm-hmm. reptiles live out there, you know, not people. So you're you're living in this place that is like literally you're going against the forces of nature at, at constantly. Um, when you're living there, you're not going outside because it's too hot. So what do you do? You stay inside all the time, and what happens when you stay in all the time? You get a little crazy. That's how like my family is, you know. It's not everyone I know, like and especially like going back. It's just like everyone just kind of it's a little you know like uh, flustered when you talk to them. Even like old friends of mine, they would just be like a, it's a little bit of flustered, you know. There's a little bit of like uh, anxiety that like comes with them, you know. The whole place in itself is just like. <sighs> It gets people excited to live there because there's there's you know there's like these fun things that happen like in the city, but it's also like at what cost even you know even the mole people that people talk about um i which I hate calling them that that but they're just like all these homeless people that are just like lives have been ruined because of gambling, lives have been ruined because of you know the boozing and the drugs you know, and then they're underground they're underneath like you know. Literally where the fucking water reservoirs are. So, like, so like, if it rains, it washes, like, all these people out, you know? There's been so many homeless people who have died over, like, those rains, you know? It's, like, it's just crazy, and, like, they don't care. Like, they're just, like, there's no, no empathy towards, like, the homeless people, like, in Vegas. It's all about, like, everything about it is just, like, bleak to me. But at the same time, I'm, like, I don't know. It's just, like, you just have to accept... A place for what it is you know because there's a lot of places like I, I like that it's up front you know in a lot of ways I like I like that I had the experience of like you know being able to people watch and see because like you like the thing that got me the most was just like here you like I was just walking and I would do this thing where I'd walk like every week and I would go on the strip and I'd just like watch people and you just see people that you know you'd be like it, that looks like someone's dad, that you know, or mom, and and you, or someone that's like, they're really like they they look like they're a good person, but this city is their excuse to be on their worst behavior, like absolutely just like get fucked up, be a fucking sleazebag bag, you know, just like do whatever they want, you know, like just it's okay because I'm I'm here in Sin City, so I can like get away with it. So you're seeing like this different side of people you know like you're seeing you're never seeing like the real person you're seeing like the person that you know they
0: is living in excess or yeah without um consequences or consequences Yeah. yeah
1: you know you're seeing like a different side of someone you know and so it's interesting to just see experience like someone in that rare moment of just like am i gonna yeah am i gonna go gamble am i gonna like Am I gonna go to, like the strip clubs or what? You know, am I gonna get fucked up tonight and just be like a fucking idiot on the streets? It's like right, right. Yeah, it's just it's such a it's such an interesting place, you know, because like there's not there's not really any other place like it, you know, like it's it's strange. Like I I think Los Angeles is similar in a lot of like it's different, but it's similar in a lot of ways. But yeah it's does, does it
0: does it feel different i mean that uh overall is there a clear difference between las vegas and los angeles for you well Being, i think living in both um having lived in both cities
1: well i think the similarity is like a place that just loves to feed into itself like there's you know i i always tell people and i and i I even made a tweet about it and I hope it I hope it hit, has hit someone but if you like if anyone's like ever lived or grew up like if you grow if you've grown up in Los Angeles you should you should spend a year literally anywhere else just get out and and live a year anywhere else in the world and then come back because this place is just so it just fucks with so many people who have like grown up here because there's like a weird entitlement or just like this kind of like weird fantasy of like you know I'm going to become. I'm going to get into this business of film or acting or music, you know. And like, my dad, my dad is Pierce Bronson's fucking. Is Pierce Bronson, you know, or like whatever, like, or you know, just like just like weird, like celebrity ties or whatever, or like, I don't know. It's just like it's just like a. Yeah, everything is just like shut down the streets. You know, I'm going to film something here. Like, everything about it's just like kind of let's. Well, keep it in the movie or almost keep it in the music realm you know in the this tmz the business this the yeah, tmz this is where the business happens you know and i don't know if i like that i like because it's just so um just makes me i don't know it's just like you know when i was in living in reno it was like a very like close-knit community of just people like supporting each other you go to go to your friends' shows. They can make the best music. They can make the worst music. But you just go to the shows, and and you go, and the band comes through, and you're, everyone's just stoked, you know, like like on an interesting band, and you're just like, fuck yeah, like this is cool, you know. And you check in with the, with with each other, and here it's like, you know, you don't. There's a lot of you just don't trust people immediately. Like it, you gotta like. I hate that. I hate that you just can't. I love talking with people. You know, like when I, especially like when I've been on tours recently. I've been nice and I've been like wanting to have conversations. I don't pick up conversations with anybody now. It's like it's it's cool. I used to do that when I was twenty one. Actually, when I was like living in Vegas, I would randomly just talk to people because I was like, I want to break down that wall and just communicate and like have like a you know a heart to heart with someone, mm-hmm. or get to know them or whatever. You know. Have an experience. It's like why I love riding in Ubers because I'm like having these like great conversations with people. Um, and oh, God, what was like going on with this? <laughs>
0: Talking to people, breaking down that wall.
1: Yeah, breaking down that wall. It's so on this last two. was I
0: getting, oh, God, yeah. So on. What was I before that though? Um, Las Vegas, or sorry, Los Angeles, feeding itself and keep kind of count keeping people at, at arms yeah. Line. So
1: yeah, so yeah, it's like. I love talking with people, and there's, like, a, especially everywhere else in the world, I'm, like, I can pick up a conversation, or I can talk to whatever, no matter what, what age or whatever, just, like, connect with people. Here, it's, like, someone might want something out of you, and that's, like, it a lot of the time, and it's just so fucking sad to me, like, that's the case. Who do you know? What, what, What's going on? Oh, you working on any new projects? Let me know if you need anybody. That kind of vibe. Back in uh we played we played in um city outside of Belgium. We played this place called it's a festival called Best Kept Secret. Mm. And on our way there, I said it out loud to everyone in the band and this guy that we're on tour with called, his name is Luke. He works for this um company called uh Highway Holidays. He's the best guy in the world. We love him so much. We love his team. Uh they just they have amps ready for us. They they're like a company that has like every amp, every guitar. Oh, awesome. That's you want to rent cool. it from them. And then they also drive you around or they're the guys who are like tour managing. So they're with you every step of the way. It's, it, 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 makes life so much easier. And not only that, but they're like everyone that they've hired, they're the best people. So, uh, I say, I say to Louis, I'm like, and, and to the band, I'm like, you know, I think I want to say hi to everybody at this festival and change it up because backstage at festivals, bands are literally tending next to each other and no one talks. Everyone just kind of keeps in themselves. There's a little bit of a rudeness and pretentiousness going on. And I was just like, I was like, I want to just change it up. Let's just say hi. And Luke is like, you want to say hi to everybody? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, let's do it. And he just like, van opens up, literally get out. Hi. Hi. <laughs> just like literally saying hi, how are you doing? To people who worked at the festival, like everyone backstage, like we we're just like, and it was it just was such a vibe change, you know? Like, and Of course, like, the one person that, like, had the worst energy was, like, someone from Los Angeles. Literally, hey, guys, playing with, what do you guys do? Oh, cool. And then they even said this thing, which, like, made me so upset. Is like, we played at the same time as their band, and they're like, oh, that sucks. We're playing competitive times. I'm like, competitive times? Who says that? That's so psycho. Like. Say that we're playing at the same time, competitive. It's not a competition. Why'd you phrase
0: it like that? That's a weird. Yeah, it's like it's me.
1: like what are we against yeah. each other? Like what? Like we intentionally both were like we need to beat them. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> I was like I was like so it was it was just so mind boggling to me. But everyone else that we talked to was like super nice. Like we talked to the people from uh, Crack Cloud, and they were like super chill. And like it was it was just like a good way to just break down that wall and just be like. Yeah, let's. All just, we're all here, you know, talking with each other. It's cool, and um, we did the same thing, kind of at um, this best kept secret, or sorry, uh, uh day in day out festival in Seattle. And it was amazing, just because, and I, I'll never take like this moment was just like, fucking wonderful. But we're all backstage, and it's like all these bands have been playing throughout the whole day, and like, um, I, I keep forgetting the band that. <sighs> Hold on, so uh, Claw, is that that's what they're called.
0: You know Enum Claw. No.
1: Enum or Enu Claw? Enu Claw. It's like um hmm. They're cool. Uh they're from outside of Seattle. E N U M Claw. Enum Claw.
0: Enu Claw. <laughs> <E-n-u-claw. laughs>
1: they're great. Uh they're super cool. We when we were pulling up, they were playing and I was like, "Wow, it sounds really good." And then Henry was like, "Oh, they're from they look like, gracious onto a toner." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, that makes sense." But um, yeah. So, so we, we were backstage and we we're just seeing them, and like, uh, Yeji was next to us. Yeji and uh, huh. yeah, like a uh, Mother Russia in my cup. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know them, but make it rain, girl, make it rain. You know that one? It's like a yeah. it's a like it's a dance banger, you know. Okay. And I, it's a, it's like a I. It's such a it's such a fun song, but uh, she went up and it was like so good, and um, we played and well, we played earlier, but it's just like everyone that played was just, like, killing it. Everyone was, like, having a great time, but Alex G was playing, and so we all got side stage for Alex G, and it was, like, incredible. Just, like, all of us were... It was, like, Yeji, Inu Claw, like, you know, me, Nick, and Henry were just all side stage watching, and just, like, everyone... It was weird because it's, like, like, it was, like, Yeji's dancers who were also, like, because she had these girls come up and dance, like, going crazy, doing, like, you know, syn- synchronizing dance moves, singing the fucking Alex G songs, you know? And everyone had, like, their own song that they were just, like, it's the one, you know?
0: What is? And, uh, by the way, what is what is your one that you're, like, yeah?
1: Um, You know, I cried during Miracles, which is, like, great. That got me. I was, like, I, can- I kind of felt embarrassed because I was, like, side stage. And saw all these kids kind of, like, staring at us, and I, like, cried, but. it was worth it um my favorite song from him though is nintendo 64 i don't know if you know that one i I don't but it's great it's it's oh my god well okay harvey is my favorite song of all time i think from him i think that might be in my top 10 favorite songs like songs that like inspired me um but nintendo 64 i think is just like such an important song it's really catchy and deep and like you know, and it's just like a little slice of life. I like the way that he writes because it's it's like moments, you know, it's just like yeah. very specific, you know, moments that just are melodic and like either heartbreaking or tender, you know. I like Ally She. I, I I saw him once and it was He's, it was really good. He was the best. It was really really like a uh, transformative. Honestly, I haven't I haven't seen like him and Pavement. I think are like the best shows I've seen. Oh, I also saw fucking Neil Young this year too, which I was like. Oh, I saw two of my favorite singer-songwriters, you know, Alex G and Neil Young. Because I think I think Alex G is our our Neil Young in a way, you know. Mm. Like, I think he's I think he's the most, in, and I'm not saying this to kiss his ass or anything. I just truly believe this, but I think Alex G's is our, our greatest songwriter in, of our generation, you know. And Alex G's like just everything about him is just like on par, you know. Like everything about him is just like oh House of Sugar is about like the opioid crisis in America like what the fuck (laughs) like that's that's crazy to have you know oh the song is inspired by Blood Marine like a Cormac McCarthy record what that's so nuts and like you even go back to like his early stuff and you're just like the intensity of like the writing but like hidden behind these like melodies is just like so fucking cool um, have you
0: have you spoken to him about this? How uh, your appreciation? No, I got was? to I got to talk to
1: his guitarist for like a second, but it was just like it's almost just like warmth, you know. We were I talked to the guitarist and the drummer, and I was just like, I was like after they put, I was like, that was so special. Thank you guys so much,
0: you know. And that that's all you needed. Going back to them, I mean, obviously, Freaks blew up, huge, yeah. big time. Yeah.
1: I gotta check those numbers.
0: 843 million
1: on Spotify. So, not that Spotify. Much. <laughs> no, we're that's trying to, damn, I'm like, huge. Yeah, I'm trying, we're hoping to get to a billion, you know.
0: So, keep we're on almost stream, there. streaming that song. That's like, that's like 40 bucks. Couple of billionaire boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, like Pony Boy and stuff like this, that is like from that same era. Yeah. Um, does that, do you feel the same way about those those kind I of think, songs no, as well?
1: No, you know we started playing Doom Generation again. And that's been feeling good. Um, it's something that like I think, and I think that's we yeah, I think we have like a set list that feels like great. And the thing is, is it's really hard playing the old songs because we would rather play new songs. You know, because mm-hmm. as, to... as with
0: everybody, it's like yeah, I mean, like yeah, th- these are good songs. Yeah. But, like, we we evolve.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, it's sad because, like, I think a lot of people I think people fall into that, um, uh-oh, they got a new album out, you know, and they're gonna play a lot of their new album. But I feel like, I don't know, for, for us at least, I think I think everything that we've written that's, like, new is a, is a, like, a, a bop, you know? And they're so they're so fun to play, and the audience, like, goes crazy. You know? Like, we have a new song called "Heart" and it just like every fucking time people are like, screaming afterwards. It's like it's cool to see. Um, and and disco blew up as well. Yeah, disco's yeah. doing great. Um, yeah. Every time we play that too is fucking insane, and it goes crazier than Freaks, which is like cool. I, I wish that <laughs> I wish that, that was the song that blew up on would blow up more than freaks honestly
0: i and think that's my cowboy song. did did really well as well
1: it's doing okay I don't know. people like I, that song to you which is crazy like when i, I'm playing I really the... enjoy that one yeah people really yeah people really like i don't know why because i i, I just,
0: feel like everything so... people love john Voigt. like what do you mean yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: he's that's a good, why great guy. <laughs> uh thank you i know i mean that's one that i do feel happy about um Again, I just, it's, it's interesting. I mean, because it just has a music video that people can, like, gravitate towards. Um, There's, like, a visual element that I pe- think is appealing to people that's, you know, uh, something to hold on to. But I don't know, it's cool that people like that. There's not, like, a lot of old songs that I'm like, we got to bring this back, you know. We tried with um, Safe, but it's really hard to do without a keyboardist. Because we, before we had Maddie, you know, Younger Angel, like, she was in the band. And the song popped off, you know, because it had like this, this chorus where it all comes in, some ooze, you know, it's like, it's it's very, it's such an epic song, but it's really hard to do with four people, you know? Yeah. So if I, ever...
0: I, I've yet to see high school blues live. And I know we talked about this before, <laughs> but that's something I want to see. Yeah. List.
1: It's really hard coming back and like doing the homecoming show because you're just like, like i'm home but i'm not home like and it's the most frustrating thing ever it's like it's it's really like you're back in your bed but then you're back out yeah it's a, a weird show. mindset yeah oh it's like t- it's it's literally the worst thing it's 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 horrible because all you want to do is just be back and not deal with anything because you're just like i'm home and you're like oh i have to go play this fucking show and you're just frustrated and it's like so cool that we, we played the palladium but it was like your brain is just like, I don't want to do this right now, man. I don't want to, like, give me, like, some fucking, give me, like, a day or two or something, you know?
0: Jacob, you're, you're awesome, man. Thank you so much for Dude, coming you're back awesome, on. Man. It's, it's no. always a pleasure chatting with you. And, uh, I, I do appreciate you coming back on. And,
1: yes, yeah, I, I, I know I go on my little rants and stuff. No, but, no, uh, no, no, it's great. I it's hope, great. I hope, yeah, I hope you like them. Or it's, it's what, what good the people on. are
0: here for. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Too. So,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm glad like to hear it. you bring out, you bring out that, you bring out, you know what i want to say i think you know And i i appreciate that you're you asking very good questions
0: well th- well thank you for coming on and answering them jacob I yeah it's always it great talking you. yeah i'm um, always and i'm
1: always down to do like another one of course like you okay, know we can keep right. we can keep this going over time you know i'll
0: see you, i'll um, see you tomorrow then we'll we'll, we'll do, do another one it's, you know, i'm
1: down <laughs> it's fun talking you know like yeah. it, I, like it, i don't know i just feel like we always have good conversations you know yeah. like i don't i don't know like i, I just feel like yeah like i said I, th- I just think that you ask the right questions well, a lot of people are just kind of like thank you hey, how'd you get your band name you know or whatever but i, I think over time like and it's, it's good that you do you're like come back and do another one because you, you get you get more like out of people like right right things that like you're just like damn i, I wish i could have asked this question and then well you, you get it you get that opportunity again you know yeah yeah and it delves well,
0: into something more so i, I think it's cool thank you for affording me this by the way i got a i got a, a notification on the youtube the other day it's like oh love this one with jacob so so good. Oh, cool so hell yeah you're welcome buddy whoever you are yeah youtube, YouTube guy
1: hi <laughs> <laughs> youtube commenter <laughs>
0: Um and as always, Jacob, we got to do the promo at the end here. So Surf Curse's music streaming everywhere. Wherever you get your music, that's where you could find it. Um, you could buy the music and the merch through the website at surfcurse.com and through the Bandcamp at surfcurse.bandcamp.com. And everybody could stay up to date with news, tours, shows, releases, all that good stuff i following them on Instagram at surfcurse. Straight across and hell do yeah. You have, do you have anything else remote, Jacob?
1: Well, I'm working on like a new casino hearts record uh Ooh. with my friend Forrest and Nick Minor. Um so I'll, I'll send you a song. But oh awesome um yeah it's it's a slow process but that's the next thing that I'm working on I'm doing another Gap Girls record too.
0: Um Ooh, okay so cool. it's a
1: whole interesting concept record that I'm trying to fucking get finished. <laughs> Good
0: deal. So that's that's on the horizon. So be to be yeah. sure that, to, to keep up to date with that. And uh you I mean you'll you'll be posting that on your Instagram. Yeah. Which yeah is, that's all at, i do i guess at jacob rubeck on instagram and jacob on instagram underscores in that or should i should you i no i think
1: there is an underscore i think i had to do that oh yeah there is there's like three underscores four underscores jacob underscore 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 rubeck
0: uh Ta-da. yeah so go <laughs> so go follow him on instagram and hell yeah um, Jacob, you're awesome, man. Thank you you so so much. Bless you,
1: dog. It's so good talking with you. I'm I'm glad we got to do this.
0: Yeah, likewise. Jacob, thank you so much. I'm going to stop recording. I'll talk to you in a minute. Thank you. Thank you.